Welcome to episode three of Warrior Cast. Today, John and I are talking with Travis from Invictus Gymnastics, who came out and hung out with our Wilmer crew this past January. Travis, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I mean, not like we weren't just talking, very- but yeah, I'm great, man. <laughs> how are you? Where are you right now, Travis? I'm in CJ's office at Invictus. In San Diego. In San Diego. Yeah, in San Diego. Sorry. What's the weather like there? Just throw up in our face a little bit. Oh, actually, funny because it's been a terrible winter, but this is a beautiful day. I'm wearing uh, shorts Define and a long sleeve. But... What? Define terrible. Uh, no sun for a couple months. Oh, shit. Jeez. I feel bad for you. Hey, that's uh, I've seen that's why you're leaving. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So mm. I'm just going to give uh, everybody out there that doesn't know Travis. Travis is probably in the CrossFit world. Uh, I would say probably one of the most respected gymnastics coaches. And coming from one of the biggest and probably best well-known gyms out there in Vegas. As far back as I can remember, I was always in the gym. Uh, my sister did gymnastics. She's four, uh, five years older than me. And so I was just kind of like hanging around the gym while she trained. And uh, it got to the point where I was old enough. My mom put me in a boys gymnastics class and wherever my sister went, because she switched gyms uh, every once in a while, um, they would just stick me in a class. Parents ended up opening their own gym called Athletics Unlimited in Anderson, California, just south of Reading. And um, I competed from the age of 12 to 15. Uh, my coach, Kurt Champ, was also uh, my first coach when I was four years old. And uh, the guy was uh, 63 when I was 15 years old. And I was asking him, hey, you know, can you spot me on, you know, this skill? And he goes, uh, hell no, I'm 63 years old. Don't want to hurt myself. And I'm like, you know, it's cool. Um, gymnastics wasn't really like something that I necessarily chose I consider it like family, right? So like, no, we don't choose our family. It just happens to be part of our life. So I was like, you know, I'm not like really big on uh, competing anyway. Um, So I quit. And uh, since I was 15, kind of high school age, wanted to start coaching in order to make some money so I could hang out with my friends. And uh, yeah, I started coaching at the age of 15, just walking kids across balance beams, not knowing what I'm doing. And then just kind of like trial and error, learning how to coach from there to uh, competitive level gymnastics. Then, uh, you know, just kept coaching for years and years and then ended up moving to San Diego, coaching more, uh, three different gyms. And then Invictus gave me a phone call and I didn't know anything about them uh, or CrossFit in general. And I talked to Nicole DeHart um, at the time it was Nicole DeHart. Now it's Nicole Cribs. An amazing person, um, sweetest person you've ever met. And uh, she talked to me over the phone. I thought CrossFit was full of douchebags, um, but this person actually seemed nice. So I got lured into Invictus. Uh, she introduced me to the owner, CJ Martin. Um, he seemed like a really nice guy, totally not douchey. Um, which which was a pleasant surprise because I had been to one CrossFit gym before and that was not the best experience. Um, yeah, and then he just asked me, he goes, hey, uh, would you be willing to, you know, take a look at our, at our athletes 
we've got this big competition coming up. Have you ever heard of uh, something called CrossFit Games? And I said, no. And he goes, okay. Uh, all right. Well, it's a big competition and uh, we have a team and uh, uh, it's about seven weeks out. So if you would be interested in working with our athletes twice a week, Monday and Friday from 10 to 11, just, you know, kind of see what you think. Maybe you can help them with some skills. Like uh, it'd be great to have you come check them out. And I said, sure. So uh, for four weeks before, uh, sorry, six weeks before CrossFit Games, I worked with them for four weeks. And really, I had no idea what I was doing because the skills are weird. <laughs> it's not really, uh, really gymnastics, like artistic gymnastics, you know. So I'm watching them stand next to CJ, and I'm like, what? What is that? He goes, that's muscle up. I'm like, why is she swinging? <laughs> he, he just laughs, and he's just like, it's, okay, there's a strict muscle up, and that one's like a kipping muscle up. I'm like, strict? That's okay. That's a new term, too. So uh, just kind of like that's how I got started with CrossFit through gymnastics. Now that you've been on staff with Invictus and traveled the world teaching seminars, um, what is your favorite place that you've been? Besides Wilmer, Minnesota? That's all we wanted yes. to hear. That's your book. Stamp that. In January. <laughs> Wilmer, Minnesota in January. in January. Yeah. Yeah. It was really nice of you guys to try to scare the shit out of me too. Oh, you're going to freeze. You're going to sleep in a shed. I'm like, what is this a major? Like, what am I doing? Whatever. Count me in. I'm I'm on my way. Yeah. I forgot the shed. Yeah. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. That's not a shed, John. John, a shed is where you put like, like wheelbarrows and, and shovels. <laughs> I like you're in a shed in a, in a motor home. I think, did you, when I texted you that, what did you say to me about like, what kind of motor home we talking or something? <laughs> yeah. What? I'm like, whatever. Like, I don't need anything special. I just want to make sure I'll freeze my ass off, you know? How the yeah. hell am I going to stay warm in an RV in a shed? <laughs> I was like, can I build a fire in there? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Get my Coleman stove out, cuddle up next to it. Mm-hmm. What a joke. So you've been doing this long enough now where you, you see, like, typically when you walk into a gym like ours or other ones like that, do you see um, a lot of the same faults in, like, bar muscle-ups? Like, is there something where, like, everybody does this consistently wrong? Uh, not, I mean, I, I'd like to say no, because I, uh, anybody who's listening out there, like, no offense, but people do some weird shit. Like, people... People just will spaz out to try to get on top of the rings or, you know, they'll just uh, they'll try to do a pull up for a muscle up. Uh, you know, it, it's it's very, very like all over the place. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I would say some of the most common faults would be. Um, oh, God, how do I how do I do this without like offending anybody? Um you're not going to offend anybody. Offend everybody. Let's go with that. <laughs> uh, traditional gymnastics is what people use to uh, reference gymnastics movements for CrossFit, and I think that's that's the number one fault. If I know that's that's pretty broad, but the artistic gymnastics is called artistic gymnastics. Like it's it's aesthetic. 
Uh, it also, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's really different. Like the equipment's different. Um, the movements are different. The mechanics are different. And when people take just like traditional gymnastics training, which is trained for good purpose, and then they apply it to CrossFit, that's where you find the majority of the common faults. Say, for example, like hollow body in a kipping swing. Uh, hollow body in a kipping swing. If you, if you guys watch, uh, you know, even the open workouts, um, you watch CrossFit games, you watch, you know, Wadapalooza. Like, tell me where you're seeing these hollow positions, because I would like to, you know, check it out. You don't really see it very often. And, um, you know, like Matt Frazier doing the, uh, what was it, 19.5, right? Uh, was it Matt and Tia, correct? Yeah. Yeah, like watching these two, you know, crank out their chest bars, they were doing a hollow body position. Now we're looking at like the most elite level athlete in the sport. Uh, but the majority, like if you if you put anybody else on the bar, and tell them, you know, crank out, you know, some chest bar pull-ups. They don't use that same technique. That technique is really fast, and it's it's really good for people that can handle that sort of speed and that amount of uh, immediate load on their shoulders and their lats, and they can be efficient with it. But for the uh, majority of the population, like, that, that type of technique is just, like, it's obsolete to even work on. So I would say across the board, like, like it's the hollow body position that is uh, referenced all the time. That is most useless, but you still see it show up when people are training. Yeah, that makes sense. I know that's not like a particular skill, but I mean, bar muscle ups, chest to bars, pull ups, even handstands. Like why would you hold a hollow body in a handstand? That's ridiculous. Right. Right. No, I mean, I mean, really, really, it's just it is funny to me because uh, just watching watching uh, gymnastics coaches try to teach CrossFitters is like uh, watching a pro golfer try to teach miniature golf. Right. Mm, yeah. Good analogy. Thanks. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah it's well, all in the hips. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know it's just like just some of the stuff you taught us when you were here. Like, I think that the jump to target with that air chair was something that a lot of people have been missing and it's mm. been working well. So give me how, like, if so, the average person listings, like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to get to a seminar or I need extra help. How do they find you on the internet? Uh, there's, I guess, different routes you can take. You can find me on Instagram. It's Invictus underscore gymnastics. Uh, and then there's a link in the bio right there, or they can go to the website. And the website will show you all of our, uh, the Invictus website. It's uh, CrossFitInvictus.com. And uh, it'll show you all of the online programs that we offer. It's not just gymnastics, but uh, weightlifting, Invictus athlete for people that are seriously trying to train, uh, Invictus masters athlete, which is uh, serious training, but for uh, kind of uh, contoured toward the masters age athlete. And uh, I mentioned Nicole uh, cribs earlier and she's the one who puts all that together and she does a wonderful job um uh, some of the highest ranking um masters athletes follow uh from like gains follow her program cheryl bross who won 
I think first place in her age group in 16, 2016. Yeah, she, so she's, uh, she's a friend of mine, but she also follows a master's program. So, uh, very legitimate, um, programs. Uh, we also have an endurance and I don't know if we still have strongman. I haven't been on there for a while, but we also have a strength program. Like we got everything under the sun for, uh, CrossFitters. So yeah, but, but mine is, mine is on there as well. Okay. Awesome. It's been, uh, an outstanding addition to our strength-based CrossFit facility. So um, it's very important. I, I, I pretty much changed the way I taught all gymnastics after meeting you. And, and so it's been invaluable. Oh, thanks. Good friend. That is great to know. Yeah, and it's nice getting a friend out of the whole deal too. As an athlete, I like the program because, um, so obviously we're here for an hour and a half every day, but it's not like we have a ton of time to work on gymnastics. John usually programs something, but um, you know, that's like 10, maybe 15 minutes worth of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so the this program just really helps me dial in on more of the gymnastics stuff. Yeah, I, I tried, well, when we were putting this program together, we didn't want to do something that was going to take a ton of time. Um, you know, I, I had, uh, you know, thought, what if we did like 90 minute sessions, like, couple times a week for people that are really seriously trying to train. CJ was like, nope, nope, I definitely don't want to do that. We're going to go with short sessions. Let's try to aim for like 20 minutes. Um, and, uh, you know, there you can break them up into pieces. Um, but the whole idea is that, like, people get to move a different way than what they normally do and in a small amount of time. And it, it's, it's interesting watching people uh, grow from – from the skills that they're doing because it, it forces them to do body positions that they wouldn't normally like consider doing. And um, for me as a coach, that's a lot of fun to watch because, you know, it's almost like at a certain point, there's that light bulb that goes on, on in somebody's head, you know, you call it the aha moment, just like, Oh, I get it. Like now it makes sense, you know? And um, uh, spending, spending a, just a few, you know, a few minutes extra, uh, three times a week, I think is, is plenty for people because CrossFitters don't typically lack in strength necessarily, um, or endurance. So this is just one of those things. It's like, okay, well, you're going to spend some time working mostly on technique. Yeah. There's strength and other things involved, um, especially for safety precautions, like, you know, so you don't tear a peck or something like that. But, um, you know, just uh, putting them through different movement patterns so they can experience it. And it's guided, you know, with the t uh, tutorials that are in the programming. And then, um, you know, on the back end also, I get to see it because of the Facebook group. And uh, with the Facebook group, you know, they, uh, as you guys know, they post videos of the work that they do. And then I actually get to personally coach them through the computer. Um, and it's a lot of fun because some of these guys have been falling for like a year, some over a year. And just to see the amount of growth that, that they've, they've had, it's, it's so much more rewarding than, you know, say putting a program out and then just being like, okay, buy my program. Hopefully it's going to work out well for you. And I have no way to, you know, to make adjustments to the program. Yeah. I was going to say, I think the Facebook group is great because, 
yeah, we're doing all the programming and then showing it to you. But I think there's like that element of learning from what other people have posted. And then you can see like, oh, yeah, I kind of do that, too. And yeah. and your feedback kind of applied to a large group of people all working on the same thing, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And a lot of people don't like to post and that's totally fine. I mean, as long as they they join, it, it blows my mind how many people don't join the Facebook group. It's it's it should yeah. be like a community effort for everybody to become better, you know? Um, you know, if you're not, if you're not part of the community, then you don't even know what you're missing. So what are CrossFitters really shitty at? You should say that. Yes. What are CrossFitters really shitty at? Yes. Slowing down. (laughs) Say again. Slowing down. Uh, I, I make a joke about it. Like when it comes to, you know, gymnastics movements, it's, like, don't crossfit the shit out of this thing. I know you want to. You want to go fast. You want to hurry. But don't crossfit this thing. Like, like take your time. Ease into it. Like, make sure that you're you're just trying to be as fluent as possible and not muscling it. it it's, it's a whole... It, it takes so much effort sometimes to get people to just slow their roll and be patient take turns, uh, take time in between turns to make sure that they're really like focusing on what the plan is, you know, because when it comes to CrossFitters, they're just like, okay, for time, we're going to go like as fast as possible. So I would say, I would say just generally, that's what CrossFitters are the worst at. It's just being patient. I would probably agree with that. Just knowing myself. Patience. Yeah. Patience. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. What else? Yeah. What else are they doing yet? Uh, man. <laughs> Mobility. <laughs> um, God. If, if yeah, people that's... just mobilize, I'm guilty of it, but, you know, I don't train as hard as, you know, competitive people. Um, like just, just spending time on mobility. It, it actually feels good. Like, it feels good to feel loose and limber. It's just, you know, one of those things that you you don't, if you don't make time for it, if you don't make it uh, a priority, then you're going to end up with some sort of negative result from it. Does Invictus have a mobility program? Uh, not yet. Ooh. Ooh, is that, are Ooh, you giving us a hint for the future? <laughs> Potentially, yeah. And I would not be coaching it. I like it. <laughs> yeah, we've got, uh, you know, let me let me talk about Invictus for a second, um, if you don't mind. Um, no, please do. A lot of people that have never been here think of it as, like, some, like, weird, like, uh, what would you call it? Just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it a cult, but... You know, like, uh, like a, I, I don't know how to explain it. Almost like, uh, you know, a, a, a religious shrine of some sort. Like they're like, this is where all the good people go. And, you know, like, uh, it's like such yeah. a big deal to some people when they come in from out of town. Like I'll, I'll ask people, I'm like, Hey, while you're in town, why don't you stop by the jam? And they're like, Ooh, <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know if that's something I want to do. I'm like, you got to be kidding. Like, these are the most friendly people. Uh, the 
the thing that that really got me into you know CrossFit are the people that I work with. And again, I I didn't know anything about anybody. You know, Lauren, who's here right now, or she was when I walked in here, Lauren Fisher. Like she was just some sweet girl that I was helping coach. Like she didn't walk around with, you know, like a, a tiara on her head. Uh, like, you know, people seem to, you know, uh, imagine it's like they're training in the gym right next to our regular members. You know, they're doing different programs, but you know, like everybody's approachable is like, this is my favorite place to be, to be completely honest, is like even even coming to the gym today, like I was just looking forward to coming in, not for anything in particular. As, as soon as I got here, I sat down, I uh, heated up some food, you know, just kind of bullshitting with uh, a couple of the coaches, go over, say hi to CJ and Tino. And, you know, it's just it's a very, very laid back environment, no drama. Uh, everybody's just happy to be here. We're here for the same reasons, you know, especially as coaches, we just, we want to do the best job with our, you know, daily members, uh, with our online members. We, we just want to improve people's lives. And when people come in here, they're uh, usually pleasantly surprised with how like homey the place feels, you know, it's, and that's, that's something that I would say about Invictus that people get completely backward is that like, you know, yeah, we've got great competitors and stuff like that. You know, Sam dancers walking around in tiny little booty shorts, you know, and, and people are like, Oh my God, he's, he's Sam dancer with his painted fingernails. Look, just go up to the guy, say hi. He'll probably give you a hug before you say hi. It's, it's just that kind of place. And so, um, you know, again, for anybody out there listening, if you guys are ever in San Diego, just drop into the gym. It's not a big deal. You know, take some pictures with, uh, uh, you know, some of the athletes if they're here, if that's something that you're into, you know, but it's, it is really like a family environment. CJ's kids come in, they're running around the gym sometimes. His mom runs our, um, uh, merchandise. Uh, everybody's just really close and happy and, you know, nobody's yelling or like, uh, whipping their athletes or anything like that, you know, it's a very supportive environment. That's <laughs> much different than it's <laughs> then why? Get whipped Tell a lot. <laughs> yeah. 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 John whips us a lot. A lot of whipping. A lot of whipping yeah. going on here. Yeah. Yeah. I could imagine John. <laughs> well, that's awesome. It's cool to have a, a gym as big as you guys are and have that atmosphere you know, it's stayed instead of the egos taking over. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And yeah sure. That's really the thing. It's like, if, you know, CJ is really particular about who he hires and um, uh, who he puts on team, you know, or, you know, the competitive athletes. And if somebody's got an ego, like there's some big ass doors they can just walk out of man, because it, there's no room for that here. You know, it's about, uh, it's something that, you know, CJ's always, uh, preached about during the athlete camps. It's like, you know, it's not, you know, there's good, uh, uh, programming all over the place, but it's the people that you put yourselves around that really make you a better athlete. And if you're not, if you're not in the environment where you feel like you can thrive because, you know, there's, there's so many mixed, uh, personalities like that's that's toxic for 
for our team. And um, so it's it's really important that people just, you know, if you check your ego at the door, you walk in and, you know, now you're home. So I think uh, probably the biggest uh, biggest thing about Invictus that that um, people don't understand is, you know, yeah, everybody trains really hard and all that, but it's, it's the strength of everybody as a whole working for the same goal and supporting each other. And really they, you know, they're constantly like cheering each other on positively. You know, it's not like pick it up, bitch. Like, like, they're like, you can do it. Let's go. Let's go. And just tons of support here. So uh, I would, I would think that's what makes, Invictus, you know, the way that it is, because it, it is very like, uh, you know, feet to the dirt and uh, just a lot of personal time, like in good relationships, you know, being made. So that's Invictus to me. We're stopping to pick it up, bitch. <laughs> pick it up, bitch. Like, that's, that's, <laughs> I'm going to be like, oh, it, bitch. 530 class night, look out. I'm walking. I'm gonna be like, pick it up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> do it, do it, John. <laughs> I'm trying. Don't be Invictus, man. Right. Go the opposite way. <laughs> You've inspired me to go the other way. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> the exact opposite of what you just. <laughs> we can't reach the level of Invictus, so we're not gonna yep. try it all. We're gonna That's go right. backwards. Yeah. If we can't join you. We're gonna. 100% we're gonna against whip you. people. Yep. And Whipping. Pick it up, bitch. Pick it it's up, coming. bitch. <laughs> yeah, I, I want I want you guys to post that on Instagram. I really want to see it. Where okay. are you going next? Uh, next is Ireland. Damn, and when is that? Well, I'm leaving for Ireland uh, May 4th. Oh, I'll arrive on the 5th of May, and then um, I'll be there until. Uh, let me look at my calendar. I'll be there for like 10 days. And then I go to Germany. So for did you say you, you lost me? No, no. Oh. You could commit a lot of crimes and they'd never be able to find you. <laughs> that didn't occur to me. But hey. <laughs> that didn't occur to me. That, makes, yeah. that, that never occurred to you. You had to change the way you think. Sorry. <laughs> uh, clearly. Clearly. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to uh, several places while I'm over there. So I'm coaching in Antrim, uh, Northern Ireland, uh, across to Antrim. And then uh, the next weekend, I'll be in Cologne, Germany, coaching at um, uh, CrossFit Cologne. And then uh, I'm taking a little trip up to Denmark, go see uh, some friends. And then I'm going to see my cousin in Kiev, Ukraine. And then I'm going to uh, Norway. Go see one of my online clients, go for some hikes. And then I'm going to Cyprus, Greece uh, to run a free workshop, help promote the online program. And uh, because I'm doing it for free, I get a, a basically a free place to stay and a tour guide around the island. So. Damn. Oh, and then, I, and then I'm going to head over to London on my way back. How long is this? Uh, around seven weeks Holy altogether. Shit. So you're like gone, gone. <laughs> when you leave, you're gone, huh? You're like full on. I thought maybe it was like a quick little seven to ten day. Or... Uh, ten days in Ireland, nine in Germany, 
four in Denmark, five in Ukraine, four in Norway, eight in Cyprus, and then probably like, it depends. I haven't really set anything up with uh, London yet, but um, there's uh, a gym over there that I might uh, reach out to see if they want to do like a free two and a half hour workshop on in town. Again, to promote the online and then uh, head back to the States. How do you pack for this type of trip? Yeah, like, you thought Minnesota was hard. Holy crap. Well, it's it's going to be decent weather. I mean, what, pants, a couple sweatshirts, regular shirts. That's about it. I mean, it's not like if I don't have something, there's nowhere to buy it. So. Good point. True, true. Yeah. You're like a gypsy. You're like a gymnastics gypsy. Yeah, I would totally totally gypsy myself, yeah. <laughs> I totally would. If I could just yeah. nomad around, if I could just nomad around and like live out of a suitcase, I would absolutely do it. This Invictus thing doesn't work anymore. I think that's your new name. Yeah. That's like gymnastics gypsy. <laughs> that's kind of got a cool ring to it. Yeah, that's nice, Lindsay. Yeah, yeah I'm going to make a t-shirt. I'll send it to you. Yeah, that's, that's, that sounds good. Can we start tagging awesome. you as that? We can start tagging you. <laughs> Let's see. Nobody will get it but us. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. I might, I might tag myself in that. Just be like, ah, oh, hashtag gymnastics gypsy. You should start doing that. You always have to have a plan B. Yep. Your brand will yeah. be made for you before you even start. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Where do you live? I live everywhere. <laughs> Just grow some dreadlocks out, you know? Oh my gosh, Ooh. that's a good look for you. You can wear those hats as a fake dreadlock hanging out the side. I've, Travis, I've seen photos of you recently on Facebook with hair. Why don't you have hair anymore? You didn't hear that story? No. Oh, I want to hear the reason why you don't have Lindsay hair. Oh, wait, I want to hear John tell it. John, tell my story. Okay, so Travis had long hair, and there was you went through like a couple of phases of really long hair, and then... Like surf yeah, kind of hair? like a surfer. Okay. He looked like a surfer, like kind of like the what's like the, a gypsy might. Kind of. No, only, only more clean. Look more oh, clean. A clean look, gypsy. Yeah, clean gypsy. His hair was not. <laughs> it was clean. And shave. I don't remember why, but you shaved your head. If I remember. Let right. me tell you why. I was working at a gymnastics club, and. Okay. Uh, they asked me, they, they go, hey, will you, will you look at the surveillance cameras? Uh, we think something went missing up front. And I was the one who installed the, the security system. So I go, yeah, yeah, I'll check it out. And then I, so I'm going back in time and I see myself walk by and I just like stop dead pause. I'm like, oh shit. Is that a bald yes. spot? So, yes. I, <laughs> so I saw yeah. it was getting a little thin toward the back and I was like, oh no. Oh, yep. it's happening. So I'm like, I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm either getting Rogaine or I'm shaving this because this is not okay. I'm not going to be one of those guys that would comb it over or just hide it, you know, like spray Bozo paint. What? Like Bozo, the clown, you know, got all that long oh, hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 not like that. So um, uh, I was like, well, okay, before I go and like search for some way to like grow it, grow this thing back. I'm going to shave my head or at least cut it really short to see if I got a weird shaped head or like some mm -hmm. weird freckles or like a birthmark that looks like a penis or something, you know, like I wanted to avoid yeah. my humiliation. And so uh, I went ahead and cut it pretty short 
And then uh, I was rocking that for a couple of weeks. And then I'm like, okay, look, I just want to like take a razor to it once just to do it. And just I'm like, oh. yeah. And I was saying to myself, I'm like, dude, this is going to look so like, like white supremacist. Like, this is not okay. Mm. Ah, yeah. Do it just once. It'll grow back. Cause I grew up kind of like a redneck area. And so like, that was the first thing that came to mind. I'm like, I'm not racist. I don't want to look like I'm racist. I don't want to give anybody the wrong idea. But I did it anyway, and my head was, like, super pale. So I looked more like a cancer patient. Um, And uh, so I made a point to go get some sun on my head. And then, um, yeah, once I did, I looked less like a cancer patient. patient. And, John, take it from here. I want to see if you remember the rest. And you you started to notice quickly that you got a lot more respect Uh from people with a shaved head than you do with your long hair. I wouldn't say respect, but they treated me nicer immediately. So kind of like clean slate. You don't really have an impression of the person until you look at them and uh, they speak to you. Yeah, I get it. This is this is the. It's good hearing from you guys. I mean, like talking to your voices. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Okay, talk to you later. Later, guys.